You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It has been absolutely chaos across the entire country, and that's okay. Because we get an opportunity to just take a deep breath, uh, relax a little bit, and man, let's just talk some football. Um, All the things that are going on in the country right now, they're of supreme importance. I'm not trying to talk like those things aren't important, and whatever. (laughs) Take a deep breath. Relax. Breaks are needed. (laughs) So let's talk some 49ers football. I love the countdown crew is showing up strong and we have a giveaway tomorrow. So tomorrow after the game, we'll have another countdown crew giveaway. So I just want to say thank you uh, to uh, the countdown crew for showing up and showing up strong. So what are we going to do today? We're going to talk 49ers on two and a half hours of sleep. (laughs) This is what we're doing, baby. Uh, We're going to preview the Thursday night football game, which continues to take as many turns as possible. You've got COVID updates for both teams. You've got injury updates for both teams. You have IR probable activations for both teams. You've got a pass that is as intertwined as humanly possible between two teams, the coaching staffs and the players. There's a lot to get through. So we're gonna we're going to diagnose this game not like it's a traditional, you know, Sunday game, because it sure as hell isn't. It's not even close. In, in fact, if you look at Kind of where the 49ers are, obviously things are a little bananas, to say the least. Uh, The injuries, which we'll cover and all those things. But let's jump into the Packers. Let's talk a little bit about what they have going on. They're having a pretty damn good year. Their draft was pretty bad. They didn't get any real starters whatsoever, but they're still 5-2. And a lot of that goes to, guess what? 
They have three of the best offensive skill position players in the NFL. You have Aaron Rodgers, who's played MVP-like numbers. You have Devontae Adams, who's been elite. And you have Aaron Jones, who's injured, but he's going to be playing against us. So they're 5-2. and two. The Packers have beaten the Vikings, Lions, Vikings, Lions, Saints, Falcons, and Texans, and they've lost to the Bucks and Vikings. Now, in both of those losses, the very important part of this is both of those teams rushed for over 150 yards. So if you want to know what are the weaknesses or what is the main weakness of this Packers team, you guessed it. They can be dominated by strong rushing attacks. And you look to last year. Um, you know, the 49ers held their own against them. And the history of this matchup, I mean, the, the Packers are leading the matchup 36 to 32 in one tie. But the last two games, the 49ers shut them down. Uh, both of them took place in 2019. Uh, the 49ers won 37 to 8. And then the 49ers won 37 to 20. But needless to say, the teams were quite different, especially the personnel in the 49ers. Packers are relatively the same team. But again, you look at the 49ers team in both of those games. On offense, you had Jimmy Garoppolo, you had Kittle, you had Debo, you had Mostert, you had Kendrick Bourne, you had Matt Breida, you had Tevin Coleman. All those guys are not playing. Defensively, you had Nick Bosa, you had Sherman, you had DeForest Buckner, you had Quan Alexander, you had D. Ford. Those guys aren't playing either. They're not suiting up. So when you look at this, it's easy to say, the 49ers might have the best matchup in the NFL against the Packers. That's an argument that you could make. But whenever you look at the personnel changes, eh, <laughs> it gets a little bit different. Um, yeah, Zach, I'm with you, man. John, uh, not relaxed, we're doomed. Yeah, I, I feel you. It, it's rough for the current 49ers situation. And I think once you look at the injuries and where we are, um, let's let Kyle Shanahan jump into that. Uh, so let's talk through those. This is Kyle Shanahan yesterday. Um, we didn't do a, po a podcast yesterday because of the election and all those things. But this is Kyle Shanahan from a few days ago just updating the injury concerns. This is the last press conference we have so far from Kyle Shanahan previewing this week. Here's the head coach. Injuries for today. Um, Tevin Coleman, all right, he'll be out this week um, with a knee sprain. Flanagan Fowles out um, with hamstring. Um, Garoppolo um, out um, will go on some type of IR um, eventually with his high ankle sprain. Kittle foot fracture um, will go on IR. Um, Debo hamstring, he's out. Um, Richie James will be limited today. Um, Tart limited. Um, and Jordan Reed limited. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. It's only like a minute clip. A lot of injuries to go through. Um, and it changes the personnel decisions of the 49ers. You, you look at it right off the bat, Kendrick Bourne, who wasn't mentioned there, tested positive for COVID. That was released um, per his agent. You know, it's up to the players if they want to let the information out. Kendrick Bourne got COVID. So now the 49ers have to move into, you know, all the, they shut down the facilities today, which they weren't going to practice anyway the day before a game. But that affects things. Wide receivers are already thin. <laughs> we just cut Dante Pettis. Uh, so happy that we cut Dante Pettis. Giants picked him up off waivers. That's great. Um, I am not, I don't know, sometimes I do. Don't, I don't have any ill will, toward, and neither should anybody, against Dante Pettis. Yeah, he was a bust. Uh, you move on. If, if Dante Pettis does well, that doesn't hurt the 49ers. 
If Dante Pettis does bad, that doesn't help the 49ers. So you root for, for a young man. Hopefully he rebounds and figures things out. Now, I will say this. If Dante Pettis struggled with the harsh coaching style of Kyle Shanahan, wait till you get to Joe Judge, who makes his coaches run when his players make mistakes. So best of luck, man. Uh, <laughs> I hope it works. I really, really do. Uh, you know, the Giants are turning into a team. They love 49ers players. They, they take them all. They take them all. And they have all our tight ends, all of them. Um, but anyway, Kendrick Bourne's out. What does that look like for the wide receiver position? Well, Richie James is questionable. Richie James would probably be starting this week in our two wide receiver sets. Um, with him being out or questionable, I do think he's going to play. I think Trent Taylor is probably going to be the number two wide receiver. Uh, you've got uh, Brandon Ayuk is going to be the man. So <laughs> the funny thing is, very similar concepts for the Packers who have one stud, Devontae Adams. We have one stud, Brandon Ayuk, given their very different plays, planes of their NFL careers. But Trent Taylor, you got River Craycraft, Kevin White, uh, Finky, Chris Finky. You've got to call somebody up because currently you have three wide receivers that are going to be active and one of them is questionable. Um, so you might call up all the wide receivers. Uh, who knows? The problem is with Kevin White, he's already been elevated to the 53-man squad twice. Can't do it three times. So if you do elevate Kevin White, guess what? You've got to make him a prob uh, part of your 53-man roster completely. You can't push him back down to the practice squad after that. You'd have to cut him completely. So that probably will happen. So the good news there is we're going to see <laughs> what we have in our depth wide receiver court. Jawan Jennings uh, still been injured. So I don't think we're going to be seeing him this week. But golly. He got the seventh round pick. Uh, he he played really really well through training camp. Eventually, you got to get this guy out there. But he even our practice squad has been injured, so you got to take that into account. Running back wise, Tevin Coleman's out, so you've got Hasty and Jarek McKinnon. That's all you have. There's no other running back on the roster. You have Austin Walter, who's on the practice squad. He's going to be called up almost guaranteed. That gives you three running backs, which you can play with, and of course Juice. And Brandon Ayuk, who uh, you could put back there, but, but you don't have any other wide receivers. I'm um, laughing uh, and crying on the inside, as we all are. Uh, hashtag 2020. Now, DFF, uh, Flanagan Fowles, he is out with a hamstring. And Kyle Shanahan talked about him at length and just how he, he loves DFF and how he sees him as that fourth linebacker. You know, now that you've traded Quan Alexander, Obviously, you have Fred Warner, Drake Greenlaw, Aziz, but DFF, the converted safety, looks like he's going to be that fourth guy now, which he's going to be active whenever he's healthy from now on because the special teams and he'd be the backup linebacker. Now let's talk about Jimmy G, baby. And, you know, I'm kind of see. I saw the comment. Uh, uh, Clam 10 says, tank for Zach Wilson. Well, uh, a lot of people really like Zach Wilson, and I do as well. I like his game. I, I don't think you have to tank for him. Um, the consensus on him is an early second round currently. So you'd be able to get Zach Wilson in the, the first round. Uh, we've talked a lot about Jimmy G, but I wanted to hear Kyle Shanahan talk uh, not only about his injury, mostly about his injury, but what this means moving forward for this year. So here's the head coach talking about Jimmy G and how he re-aggravated that high ankle sprain and give us a little bit more details on that injury. He essentially read. I mean, he essentially had a whole new one just on the same foot. You know, when you have those high ankle sprains, that you re-injure them a lot. 
Um, but it was a different way that he did it. So it's, it's basically doing it all over again in a different way. So that's why we know it's going to probably be, um, you know, it's, that's usually four to six weeks with those high ankle sprains. Um, it is worse than the last one. Um, that's why surgery is an option. So we're just getting different doctors' opinions now. Um, whatever's best for him long-term is obviously what we'll, we'll decide on. Um, but if he does have, if he does need the surgery, then it'll be all year. Um, if not, then hope in six weeks, get a chance to get back at the end. Yeah, so, you know, you start to look at the calendar, okay, uh, six weeks. Uh, that means he's coming back week 15 versus Dallas. Now, there's a bye week built in there, but you're talking week 15. That gives you uh, three games to see uh, if this is who you want moving on. You, you know, it's, it's Mullins and CJ time. Now, again, I can say this. And I, I don't think anybody would disagree with me in this chat. And if you do, shout it out. Does anybody believe Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard are the answer for the quarterback position moving forward in 2021? I don't think so. I absolutely love this uh, for backup situations. I love Nick Mullins as a backup, and I, I hope we retain him. C.J. Beathard, eh, he did all right. <laughs> but just no, just no, not for me. Um, what is the quarterback answer? It's Jimmy G or somebody else. That's not on the roster. Um, so here's my betting whatever, okay? And this might piss some people off. That's okay. This is just John Chapman's take. I've been wrong once before. My guess is the 2021 season, the starting quarterback for the 49ers, I'm putting at 75% chance, is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Shanahan has committed to having a cheaper quarterback. And you say, Jimmy Garoppolo's not cheap. He's $27 million. Eh, quarterbacks now, they're going for $35 to $40 million. Now, I understand you're talking Mahomes and Watson and whatever else. But if you're going to elevate to a top-tier quarterback, then that's what you got to pay. Or then you say, okay, well, why not get rid of Jimmy and just get a draft pick? You don't win a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. The 49ers' entire game plan this offseason should be to challenge or a Super Bowl in 2021. So the only opposite side to that is you say, okay, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be our quarterback for 2021, but we're also going to invest a high pick on a quarterback to develop. Okay, I'm cool with that. But now you're not addressing needs. Look at the Packers, right? They spent their first round draft pick. They traded up and got a quarterback that's not going to take any snaps. Imagine if the Packers, and I hate that, I don't even want to say this out loud. Imagine if the Packers took Brandon Ayuk. Imagine if they took Brandon Ayuk instead of Jordan Love. What would that offense look like this year? That's where they could be. It's, it's the whole opportunity cost arg argument. You got to lose something. If you make a decision, you chose not to do this other thing. Well, anyway, I, I don't want to look at you guys making me go off. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to go off on a, C a Jimmy Garoppolo rant every week, but it's kind of where we're at. It's where we're at. Now let's talk George Kittle. George Kittle breaks my freaking heart. I love this guy. Here's the head coach talking about his timeline, which it's been back and forth, and you could tell Kyle Shanahan's pissed off whenever he got this question, which that's okay. Uh, let's see uh, frustrated Kyle Shanahan. Um, again, I don't know the detail that you and Matt are looking for. Um, I know it's something in his foot. Um, it was. It didn't show up on their X-rays, but um, whether on on the MRIs or CT scan or something with the better resolution, it showed. Um, it happened on that one play. You know, I think they told me eight weeks. Um, Kittle says two, um, but that's how he rolls. Um, but you know, that's why he'll go on IR. And um, you know, if it's 
better than what they're saying, they'll have a chance to come back this year. But eight weeks is, is eight weeks. Eight weeks is eight weeks. Kittle wants to come back. He's not coming back. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Kittle doesn't play uh, another snap. Just let him get completely healthy. Maybe if you're in playoff contention at that point, you bring him back. But if not, there's no need to bring him back. You know what you have in your franchise tight end. Uh, Jones fractures we, we've we seen with Trent Taylor. Uh, this isn't a Jones fracture. This is a foot fracture, but uh, different types of foot fractures. Um, unless we're in playoff contention, he doesn't need to play again this year. Now, what's that mean for this week? Roz Dwelly, he's going to be starting. Now, the good news is he might be getting some help. Jordan Reed has had limited practices, but he is still officially on IR. Tomorrow at 1 p.m., the 49ers will have to make a decision to activate him. I think he will be activated. I think Jordan Reed could possibly lead the team in targets moving forward uh, for a foreseeable future if he can stay healthy. Um, Nick Mullins loves the tight end. So if Jordan Reed is activated, believe you me, uh, you're one of those fantasy people, you better get Jordan Reed. Get him now because he's free. He will not be tomorrow. Uh, So go pick him up now while he is still on IR. Uh, that's going to be the guy. So Dwelly and Jordan Reed, that's what it's going to be. Debo's out. We've talked a little bit about that. Um, Jaquaski Tart's questionable. Eh, I don't know if he's going to play or not. I think it's still going to be Jimmy Ward and Marcel Harris. Should be Tarverius Moore out there. Jimmy Ward put in another stinker performance. Take that. It's what it is. All right. Let's talk about them. Golly, I'm tired of talking about our injuries. Uh, they are like most teams. They have people that are out, Um, but they are also, uh, like most things, they don't have 20 people out like we do. Um, Cornerback Kevin King, who's their number two corner, he is out. Safety Will Redmond, oh, you remember that name? 49ers great. He's out as well. Uh, Safety Vernon Scott. So the bad thing is they have so much safety depth. Uh, Darnell Savage, Adrian Amos, they've got a lot of safeties back there. Questionable uh, tackle David Bakhtiari. He didn't play last week, but he's had limited practices all this week. He will play. Uh, Probably the best pass-protecting left tackle in the NFL he's playing. Um, Safety, excuse me, safety Raven Green, um, he is questionable. Aaron Jones, every other running back on their squad is out with COVID or close contact to COVID. So they have nobody. They're elevating practice squad players to the running back position as well. However, Aaron Jones, who's dealing with the calf issue, has missed several weeks. He will be playing this week. Uh, He had limited all week. He's going to play in tackle. Rick Wagner as well. So let's dive in. Let's talk about their strengths, weaknesses, offense, defense, and just go over that. Let's go with their defense. Now, there's a lot of history between these guys because this is a Mike Pettin, Pettin, um defense. He was the head coach of the Cleveland Browns way back. Guess who his offensive coordinator was? Kyle freaking Shanahan. <laughs> so we, we've been with these guys. They don't like each other. Uh, they clashed because it's just the way Pettin does everything, but whatever. Their strengths, they're not many. 11th best in the NFL. This is their defense, the Packers defense, in total yards. 12th best in passing yards, 13th best in first downs, 15th best in rush yards. So they're just kind of a middle of the pack. Weaknesses, they have a lot. Interceptions, only forced two. Turnovers in general, they've only forced four. So they don't really attack the ball, which is crazy with Adrian Amos leading the entire NFL in 
interceptions whenever he's with the Bears, which is over in the division, it hasn't translated. Because, again, you look at the Bears, amazing front seven. You look at the Packers, terrible front seven. Um, they got a couple of good nose tackles, but their linebackers are some of the worst in the NFL. Uh, rush touchdowns allowed, 28th best in the NFL. They've allowed 10, 23rd in pass yards per attempt, 6.9 yards per pass attempt, 22nd in yards per rush attempt, 4.7. So you can kind of see where this team can be built, beat. They don't force turnovers. And on top of that, they give up a lot of rushing touchdowns. Um, so their tendencies, they don't blitz a lot. Last week against the Vikings, they blitz nine times. Texans 14, Bucks 12. So pretty much within the league average. However, <laughs> as anybody who's watched one 49ers game this year knows, we get blitzed way more than other teams. Why? Because we don't throw the deep ball. We just don't. There's no reason to have over-the-top safety help, really more for the run game than anything else. So uh, believe you me, Nick Mullins is going to be out there. He has a tendency to hold the ball much longer than Jimmy Garoppolo does, but not as long as C.J. Beathard. Um, so the blitzes are coming. Uh, their best players on defense, Jair Alexander, probably one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL this year. Um, his, his statistics aren't good enough to be defensive player of the year good, but he's just on the outside fringe of that. Um, he's allowing a 57% completion percentage and only 8.9 yards per reception. He's got one interception. He's allowed one TD, three pass breakups. But even though he's tiny, and he's a little bitty dude. He has 12 solo run stops. He will stick his nose in there. He plays really, really tough. Um, so anyway, uh, players we can exploit, they're linebackers. Okay, Kirksley, Summers, and Barnes, their three prominent starting linebackers, are trash in the run game. And they are trash in the receiving game. In 49, uh, they've allowed 49 receptions on 53 targets for five touchdowns this year. No interceptions, no batted passes. You can take advantage of this linebacking core. Now, again, you just go back to last week when they were playing against uh, Dalvin Cook. The dude went off. He had 200 total yards, four touchdowns. You've, you know the playbook. You know how to beat this team. Kyle Shanahan coached with this team in this scheme, and he practiced against it for years. You look at the games that, that we've played against them recently, and it's no mystery why the 49ers could just blow them out of the water. Um, however, does Kyle Shanahan, he might have the game plan, but does he have the personnel to do it? Now we're going to find out. <laughs> we're we're going to find out. Now let's jump to the other side of the ball. Uh, make no mistake, <laughs> the, the reason... Why the Packers are 5-2 and two has to do with one man, and one man only. It's Aaron freaking Rodgers. You can go back to the 2005 draft that's been, you know, over-talked about, whatever else. 49ers had their shot at him. Instead, they took Alex Smith. I love Alex Smith. Definitely not Aaron Rodgers. Their strength, statistically, first in the NFL, fewest turnovers, only three. Second in the NFL in pass touchdowns. They have 20 pass touchdowns already. Third in points scored. Sixth best third down percentage right at about 50%. Ninth in yards per rush, 4.7. Ninth in total yards. Weaknesses, they've only got one, and that's rush touchdowns. Only six. That's 23rd best in the NFL. So that's it. That's their weaknesses. They're good at everything. They're in the top 16 of every statistical category except for rush touchdowns. But Aaron Rodgers loves to throw it whenever he gets into the end zone or the red zone. Now their scheme, what is it? It's ours. 
with a vertical passing threat. Uh, Matt LaFleur, his brother, is our passing game coordinator, has coached under uh, Sean McVay and Coach Shanahan. The ties are everywhere. It's the same blocking system. Uh, so it, the scheme, we know it. We play against it. We practice against it. They have not had success since Matt LaFleur has showed up. We'll have to see what happens there. Tendencies, they throw it deep a lot. <laughs> a whole lot. It's Aaron Rodgers. He's got to chuck it. He's got one of the best arms in the history of the NFL. He has attempted 44 deep balls. The deep ball is classified as traveling over 20 yards in the air before it gets to its target. Attempted 44. Now, they've only completed 17. Uh, that's a low percentage, but whenever you look at the 49ers, the 49ers have attempted 17 all year with all three of our quarterbacks. So you can see the difference there. Uh, players to watch out for, yeah, you guessed it, Aaron Rodgers. If you don't get pressure, if you do not get pressure on Aaron Rodgers, you can't win this game. Well, that's problematic whenever you look at our defensive line. Hasn't been able to get pressure. We did sack Russell Wilson twice, but it's manufactured pressure. You're bringing Fred Warner. Um, blitzes up the middle. You're bringing Quan Alexander off the edge. We even blitz Marcel Harris. You know, we we did the Patreon breakdowns, uh, finished that this morning and got that loaded, which, man, it, it's been a crazy week, but I'm very glad that we got it done. And I'll tell you this, that Seattle Seahawks game sucked. And watching the film a second time, I walked back much more hopeful about this team. Uh, not saying, you know, Super Bowl or whatever, but the film... They were consistent. There were some big plays on both sides that they missed. Jimmy Garoppolo was obviously terrible. But, man, offensive line, defensive line, walked away very, very pleased. Uh, wide receivers played very, very well. Secondary played well. Even Emmanuel Mosley, who gave up those big plays, overall, he had some highlight real plays in there. So uh, you go back through the film. The, the old coaching adage is this. The film is never as good or as bad as you thought it was. You think you had an amazing game, you go back and watch film, and you realize you made a lot more mistakes than you did. You think film, you're the worst team ever. You go back and watch, hey, guess what? Uh, I was pretty hard on Drake Greenlaw. Drake Greenlaw made a lot of really positive plays. He did have two big no-nos, but overall, uh, played really, really well. Devontae Adams, um, he's incredible. <laughs> um, probably a top three route runner, has amazing hands, and the body style of an elite number one wide receiver, and it's translated. Now, uh, you want to stop Aaron Rodgers. I talked about pressure. Let me give you some stats. It, just this year in 2020, Aaron Rodgers with no pressure has 19 touchdowns, two interceptions, and a 126.8 NFL rating, quarterback rating. With pressure in 2020, one touchdown pass, zero interceptions, but a 63.1 NFL passer rating. Literally less than half of his efficiency is gone. You have to get pressure. Aaron Rodgers is not a quarterback that ever feels flustered if there's no pressure. He will sit back there for 20 seconds, and he'll either scramble for a first, or he'll air it out 70 freaking yards. You let him sit back there, it's not going to go well. It's just not. So... Now, you look at players to exploit on this offense. Yeah, there's not really a lot. Uh, their wide receivers are very bad outside of a lot of drop passes, a lot of missed routes. Aaron Rodgers yells at them a lot. Um, and their tight ends aren't very good either. They do have a new young tight end, undrafted free agent, that just scores touchdowns like crazy, Tunyon. But there's nothing really that's too big there. So you can manhandle this team up front in the run game and force them to be one-dimensional. We'll have to see what happens there. 
All right, we're going to transfer now over to my bookie. What is up, my bookie? Unless you've been living under a rock, you know the NFL and the NBA, they're back. They're in full swing, which can only mean one thing. It's a winning season at my bookie. I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is 10 times more exciting whenever I'm putting my money on it. And if you've been betting with us, we've been doing very, very well so far this year. So stick with us. Bet on it. Use all the knowledge that we have. And let's be successful. And here's the deal. Right now, they have $100,000. You heard me. $100,000 super contest for only $10 entry. 10 bucks. You can win all that money. They're giving away $5,000 in cash prizes every four weeks. You would be crazy not to jump in there with all your knowledge. $10 to win thousands, sign me up. You too can make up and sign up at my bookie. And here's the deal. Use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, to claim your 100% deposit match all the way up to 1000 bucks. That means you put in $100, they're going to give you $100. Rollovers will be included in that. And if you have questions, please call their customer service. They'll help you with that. But the NFL, NBA, MLB, they've got it all on tap. It's never too late to get started. And if you've wanted to jump in with us, now's the best time. Head to mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers, and they're going to double your initial deposit. Thanks for the support, mybookie. All right. This game is weird. And let me tell you how weird it is. MyBookie's incredible. I've been using them for three-plus years um, before I even re- reached out to them to sponsor the podcast, I'm not touching this game. And I'm not the only one not touching this game. My bookie has pulled this game back and forth. They put it up, then they pull it because they don't know what the hell to do with these odds. Now, the Vegas odds are the 49ers are five-point underdogs. The over-under set at 50. But Thursday night games have been terrible for Vegas. Listen to this. On Thursday night football games... The underdog has covered the spread six out of six times. So that bodes well for the 49ers. However, they are pulling this game. Uh, I've checked it's been up a few times, but I'm not touching this. There's no game props. They don't know who's in there for skill positions, which most of them are over. I'm not betting this game. (laughs) I'm just not going to do it. Um, The 49ers, we don't know which team we're going to get. Short week, all of the issues, COVID injuries, stay the hell away. Uh, there are other games. We will have some bets for the upcoming Sunday games. But for this game, personally, I'm just not touching it. Um, I'm following my bookie's lead on that one. Now, um, let's see here. From every third stroke, uh, news on Jordan Reed. Will he be popping in? I believe so. He practiced limited last week. They didn't activate him. And he practiced limited this week. I think Jordan Reed's going to be out there. I think his snap count's going to be relatively low. If you remember, he's coming off an ankle and a knee injury. So you're talking maybe 10 uh, to 12 play, 10 to 15 plays all in the red zone or third down. Um, it's going to be the Ross Dwelly show all in all. But Jordan Reed is probably the better fantasy play, even if he's only getting 15 snaps. Uh, Niner Drag, do you think Kinlaw will just be a run stopper for us, or will he progress like Armstead over time? I don't know if he's ever going to be anywhere near Armstead's pass rush ability, which I know Armstead's been down this year uh, from a pass rush standpoint. But I think you're right. Ken Law, worst case scenario, he's going to be an elite run stuffer, which he has been. Um, But, man, the passing game, it's bad. Uh, He cannot defeat the double team um, in passing. Uh, He can push two guys backwards in the run game and maintain his gap integrity. But, yeah, you're right. We haven't seen it. Maybe that'll change. He has no sacks in eight games. Um, He is healthy. He's playing a lot of snaps. He's being very impactful. A big reason why... 
Fred Warner's able to get everything that he's getting is because of Javon Kinlaw. So it, it, make no mistake that they have elevated each other's play. But you're right. Standalone Kinlaw as a pass rusher, we're not seeing it. It's just not it. Um, so let's see here. Oh, oh, that's that's not happening. I'm not reading that one. That was some false information there. Uh, let's see here. As guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, from how it feels to get after getting a fresh cut to the way it's perfectly styled before going out. That's why when we get into our 20s and 30s and start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it definitely feels like panic time. Because let's face it, no guy is ever ready to go bald. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something while you still have hair left. Now, here's the thing. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never at this price. So, here is why you need to go with Keeps. The treatments start at $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free because of this podcast. So if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash 49ers to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash 49ers, 49ERS. Thank you, Keeps, for your support of this podcast. Uh, oh, per Matt Barrow, uh-oh, do we have some new information? This is going to suck really, really bad. Um, Debo Samuel was already out tomorrow's game. This is from Matt Mayoko. Um, now Brandon Ayuk and Trent Williams, as well as Kendrick Bourne, thank you, Devin, are out as well because of contact tracing. Brandon Ayuk's out. We don't have any wide receivers. Our left tackle's out. Trent Williams gone. Kendrick Bourne's out. This is bad news. Thank you, Devin. I really do appreciate that and cuss my life. <laughs> this is awful. So, all right. Golly, man. Ugh, you are getting the live reaction of the kick to the stomach. This is happening. <laughs> this is this is a mess, man. So that means let's just play through it. Your starting wide receivers are going to be Trent Taylor and Richie James, who are both third down slot guy backups. Ah, good God. Trent Williams, your best offensive lineman, he's out. Now you're going to have Justin School in there. Justin School's pretty damn good. Uh, No problem there. But whenever you look at this team, you're down your top three running backs. Okay, Mostert, Coleman, Jeff Wilson. I'd put Hasty above Coleman, but whatever. You're out those guys. You're out your top three wide receivers. (laughs) Debo's out. Ayuk's out. Kendrick Bourne's out. Uh, you're out your quarterback. You're out your tight end. Jesus, man. It's rough. Um, it's, just, it's just a bad place to be. And whenever it rains, it pours. You know, the 49ers are a good football team with a lot of depth. They really, really are. And I think that they're going to come out and they're going to run the ball 50 times. It's the only way you can do this. Now, if the 49ers fall behind 14 points at any point in this game, it's over. You've got to keep it somewhat close by just running and dragging this game out. It's what it is. Uh, but yeah, that five-point spread that I mentioned a while ago, that is going to shift dramatically. Again, Vegas is pulling 
this game to where you can't bet it. My predictions were for Ayuk and Hasty to have very solid games. Well, Ayuk's gone now too. So Nick Mullins, little bitty Nick Mullins, BDN, let's be honest. He still is. Who the hell is he going to be throwing to? He's out there throwing to Jets wide receivers. That's how bad it is. I'm still glad that we released Dante Pettis in light of this news. I don't want Dante Pettis on the film in that uniform, personally, with his current mental makeup. He just doesn't have it. I would rather see... Let's find out, okay? Let's, let's be honest. Let's, let's have a confession time. Let's get close to the camera. That lets everybody know I'm real. And for the podcasters that aren't watching the video, just know I'm really close to the camera right now. We're getting real. We're going to find out what these guys are. We're going to find out who our practice squad players are that we want to keep moving forward. River Craycraft's going to get a lot of snaps. Kevin White, we're going to find out. Kevin, I think Kevin White's going to start personally. I don't think Trent Taylor and Richie James are the two starters. I think it's going to be Kevin White and Trent Taylor out there uh, to start. And I think Richie James gets some snaps in there. I think River Craycraft gets some snaps in there as well. But man, you might as well bring up Finky too. Just bring them all up. The entire practice squad. That's who we are. Uh, I made I made the joke earlier before the IU news that guess what uh, I think Sourdough Sam's going to be our next starting wide receiver. Who the hell else do we have? Ah, uh, now here I want this doesn't apply to the exact situation. The question was asked to Kyle Shanahan. Now, what's the team morale like? What's it like whenever you lose all these guys? How, what's the attitude in the locker room? How do you address that? Here's what the head coach said. <laughs> You don't ignore it like it's not happening. You just keep it real with guys. I mean, it makes things more of a challenge. Um, we have we have experience of losing guys in the past, or our team knows how to deal with it. Um, kind of what we're going through now is a little unprecedented, just I think for us and, and probably for anybody. Um, but I, I think our guys take it as a challenge. I mean, yeah, when you lose guys that um, you depend on and guys that you want out there, there's a little depressing feeling to it for everybody right when you hear it. But um, then you... I mean, you got to go play. And then our guys, the way our guys are made, you get excited for the challenge. I mean, we've had guys come in and step up and do well. I mean, I can go through our entire roster on who's not playing, and you can get up, and that can be depressing. But then I can go through and mention a lot of people who are playing um, that give you a very good chance to win. So we got plenty of guys on our team who can help us win games, and that's what our guys plan to do. I mean, you got to deal with it right away, but um, then once you get a game plan in, you start going, you start thinking about the team ahead of you, which – I'm very thankful for this being a Thursday night game. I don't like thinking about, I mean, Sunday seems almost a week ago now. Um, some of the stuff that happened yesterday seems like a week ago. Had a great meeting with our team, and now it's and we're playing in about 48 hours, so it's time to move on. And um, we know we've got a huge challenge with Green Bay, and I think our guys are fired up to get out there and um, play against the odds. Yeah, this is rough. Uh, yeah, it, it, and I, I love what he said there. Like, hey, there's no pity party here. You get your ass out there and you go play. And it, it's bad. And how do you handle this? You know, I'm seeing the question here from Peter. Do you think they're going to play? I do think they're going to play. The NFL has no more room. The Packers don't have a bye week. So if you look at the games that were moved earlier in the year, it was because they could finagle things around and postpone bye weeks. You can't do that with the Packers. You can do it with the 49ers, but we got to play the Packers. Plus, on top of that, it's a Thursday night game. Money is involved big time. Okay, NBC, if they're going to postpone this, when's this game going to be? 
Well, I can tell you this, and Kyle Shanahan's been really adamant about this as well. He loves Thursday night games. Why does he love Thursday night games? Because you kill yourself for four days, but then you get a mini-buy. You get 11 days off. The 49ers need that big time. All these players, guess what? Let's say we postpone it to Sunday. Let's say we postpone it to Monday or Tuesday. They're not coming back. That's a five-day gap, okay? Once you're on the close contact list, that's five days, period. Today's Thursday. They're not going to be off on Tuesday. So you play the damn game. You play it and you move on. And it sucks. And the 49ers are going to probably lose this game. Well, guess what? I'm not sure they were going to win the game anyway. Um, it, it, it's bad. It, it's bad. Um, yeah, it, it, it's rough. We're, we're in new times. It, it, this, is, this is a different time. But you go out there and you freak a ball out. Uh, you do what you got to do. And you take this. We didn't have a preseason. We didn't get to see and develop and get game time situation snaps for a lot of these backups. Well, guess what? You're going to be moving into 2021 with, you want to talk depth? The 49ers will already have the most depth in the NFL in 2021. That's the silver lining. You're getting all these guys snaps now. You're not winning the Super Bowl this year if you haven't figured that out. I, I hate to be the one to tell you that. It's not happening. Um, it's not happening. So you, you got to move things. Uh, you, you can put Jet in the slot, but guess what? That leaves you with one running back. Um, oh, it's bad. And I'm glad Pettis is gone. I see Kimbrough. I, I like Kimbrough. Uh, I would prefer John Chapman at wide receiver than Dante Pettis. I, I appreciate that. I played a little wide receiver back in the day. Let me, I should, let, let's step off here for a minute. Uh, me playing wide receiver at a triple option school in high school is not like a normal wide receiver. Uh, we literally never threw the ball ever, and we just ran like crazy. I could run block, so they put me at wide receiver. Um, I did get a couple touchdowns, but whatever. <laughs> this is rough, man. This is where we're at, and I think you take it, and you just take this is where we're at. We're, we're dragging along. And to quote Chris Rock on Fargo, um, you can't stop the ride halfway through and get off. You're on the roller coaster. You sit down till the ride ends. And that's where we're at. You got to stay on the ride. We're riding, baby. The good news is after this game, you get 11 days before you play the Saints. After the Saints, you get two full weeks off. So after Thursday, you buckle it up. You get through this damn game. You'll play one game in the span of, if my math is correct, basically three weeks. So <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Uh, yeah, the COVID reserve list is a mess uh eduardo i'm seeing that so uh, just from what i have read currently these are close contact lists these are not necessarily positive tests from trent williams brennan Ayuk. it's not what that is okay um kendrick Bourne did test positive so it's very similar to what happened with aj Dillon and the packers the running back he tested positive but all the other running backs, Jamal Williams, had to be removed because of the close contact uh, list. So that's where we're at, man. Prediction for the game. What the hell, man? Let's predict this. I'm going to say 49ers 17. Yeah, 17. I think the ground game is going to work a little bit early. I think the mindset of the 49ers are we're going to work on what we got. And you just run the ball no matter what. Run the ball no matter what. Uh, I'm saying 49ers 17, Packers 31. Um, that's what I got. It's not the best thing. This podcast has been fun. <laughs> if by fun you mean terrible, 
Oh, gosh, man. You hate to see it. All right, guys. That's going to do it for us today. We will be live after the game because there's going to be 49ers football. Remember back when the pandemic hit and we all thought we weren't going to get football? Well, the good news is this. Here you go. You want your John Chapman sunshine, sunshine surprise? Here it is. We have 49ers football tomorrow. Prime time. We got 49ers football. What more could you ask? Who's got it better than us? Everybody else does injuries and COVID. It's so bad. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, we'll be live tomorrow right after the game. Um, man, whew, I feel like we're growing together. We've been through so much. It's what it is. As always, guys, just want to say thank you for the support. Um, and until next time. Stay strong, faithful, because everybody else is hurt and has COVID. Ah, oh, stay strong. All right, peace out, guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.